Welcome. We have Ben Ishai. Today is not the day to miss. So we're learning the Ben Ishai in Hadachot. Then we're in Parashat Kitzeh. Let's see what Kitzeh brings us. Kitzeh. Okay, this is going to talk about uh, honesty in measurements. So when you measure in your way, you should do it with a generous eye. Add from your own and give it to the customer. When you're measuring, also give the advantage to the customer. So what is considered a generous? So in liquid measure, it's one, one percent. And one uh, in four hundredth in uh, dry. Because the lach sticks to the, uh, to the vessel. When you fill it up, it sticks to the edge. As we see. In certain uh, places that have been hugged, they tip the scale a certain amount, so you have to follow the hug. Um, other things, a little is enough. Minimum, one four hundredth. less than so you're not allowed to keep in your homes faulty measures, uh, weights that are not accurate. And if you just keep them in your home, even if you don't use them, over below ta'aseh, transgresses a negative commandment, shene emar, lo yihyeh lecha bekisecha, eben va'aven gedola uktana. Va'afilu eno modet ba'klal. Even if you're not using it uh, to measure at all, gam ken over, just by the fact that you have it in your house, it's available. V'nimsa'at lavze over alav afilu be'et tefilat ha'na'idab yom kipurim. So the Benish Hai says the guy's praying in Yom Kippur and he's transgressing the sin of having faulty uh, weights in his house. Let's say you have a star and it was paid already. So don't leave it in your house because it could lead to somebody taking it again to get payment the second time. Don't leave counterfeit money in your house as well. Because again, the temptation or maybe even the mistake that somebody might pass it off as real and therefore you're not allowed to even put yourself in that situation. And the, the amount of accuracy uh, or it's inaccurate is even a culture, even a small amount. So even if it's off by a culture who one transgresses 
דס איסור, ואמרו חכמינו ז"ל, קשה עונשן של מידות ומשקלות יותר משל עליות. כלומר, the punishment against uh, faulty weights is even worse than uh, the punishment of immorality. ופני שזה גוזל את הרבים, ואין הוא יודע למי יחזיר. Exactly, when you do this, so you have so many customers that come into the store, and you're cheating each one, how do you know who you stole from in order to return it? So it's really uh, unfixable. Even though the Akamim said that the tikkun for that is to donate something to the public, public works, but it's not teshuvah haguna, it's not a, a proper teshuvah. So the halakha says you shouldn't make uh, measures, weights out of metals. They'd rather you make it out of rock. Today, according to the government standard, the weights are made out of metal. Because they put their special stamp on it, it's government regulated. So everybody accepts whatever that weight is, you know, if it's better or worse. Even though the metal weights do diminish in weight over time, everybody knows this and they, and they accept it. So therefore, it's not a problem. Those that sell shemen uh, shumshemin, which is uh, sesame seed oil, bechlishin midashi yeshlam have a certain measuring cup. Vezeh akedi l'arov ayamim nidbakim bo shemarim ketit av bekarkit bedufna. What ends up happening is there becomes like a film that becomes uh, uh, hardened at the bottom of the vessel uh, and on the walls. Ba'yedeken mukrash shemidati bo haseran. Obviously, if something's attached to the walls. So it's going to affect the weight. In that, in that place, it's not going to be able to have a liquid. And therefore, the customer is getting less. So the Rab says, you have to clean that vessel twice a week. From all the, the uh, dregs and the bakim that collect and stick there. He's selling it constantly. Bazara, the bazara is like the um, the um, the place where they make the oil itself. Shisham osim melechet hashemen. So actually, in the uh, in the press, umochrim nachem bani bechli gadol shikurim baalabi faraj, and they sell it into this. They sell it from this big glass uh, receptacle uh, that's used for uh, liquid. And elu mochrim odim bechli zet tadir. They don't use it that often. Usually they turn it over and they leave it into the customer's vessel until the last drop comes. They actually leave it till three drops at the end uh, drip out. So there's really nothing left. So they maybe have to just do it and clean it once every 30 days. <laughs> Let's say he's weighing uh, meat or let's say moist fruits. You have to clean the scale first. Generally, you have to clean the scales 
one so weekly she had nafshil hanvani mikhlachim balah the hands of the hanvani are always moist the dirt and the grime on his hands uh, adds up on the scale itself and therefore it weighs it down a little. Now, even though uh, if the uh, scale is going to become uh, heavy, it's going to uh, be a loss to the to the merchant, uh, so what's what, what, what's what's so what's the problem? If it's a loss to the hanvani, why should we care? Sometimes the hanvani is not selling. So if he's selling something, and the scale already is uh, is uh, tipped, so therefore, what's going to happen? He's going to put five pounds of uh, potatoes on the scale. And since it has this uh, grime already on the scale, it's weighing it down. So he's really not going to sell them. He's really not selling them five pounds of potatoes because already the scale is is tilted a little. So why is that? Why is that stealing from the from the hanvani? That's stealing from the lokeya. So it's read again. I guess. They used to have a scale like this, the, the scale that goes up and down like this. So if it's going to tilt it down a little, so therefore you have to put more on the other side in order to, to balance it. So therefore, that could be why the Hanvani is going to lose. But he says, sometimes it be the opposite. The Hanvani is going to be buying stuff. And therefore, because it's uh, weighing way down, he's going to get more and he's going to be stealing. So therefore, basically, his uh, scales have to be uh, cleaned at all times. And um, the the Rav writes in Halachavav, Afilu Hashokel or Hamodeid Bechesed Kol Shul Enochri Over Below Tachazeh Bechayav Laazir. So even if a person is weighing or measuring Bechesed uh, and he's uh, cheating by little to a goy, it's Isud. We're not allowed to cause a, uh, a uh, mislead a goy. So you're telling him you're selling him five pounds or something or a certain weight, and you give him less, so you can't come along and say, well, he's a goy, big deal. It's stealing from the goy. It includes that one that perverts the justice to the goy. He said once a guy came to him, he learned Mikra, but he didn't learn Mishnah. I sold him four kud of Tibarim, and I um, I sold it to him, it was a dark house. So he said to me, Only you and God know, you know, what, 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 what type of measure you're giving me. And I ended up uh, giving him less, three se'ah of temarim. Anyway, I took the money that he gave me, 
ולקחתי מהם כד שמן, and I bought a jug of oil, ונכתיב במקום שמכרתי התימרים, and I put it in the place where I sold the dates, ונקרע הכד ונשפך, guess what happened, the cad cracked and all the oil spilled, אמרתי לא, אליהו הנביא סתם, ברוך המקום, ברוך שאין לפניו משוא פנים, must be God that didn't show favoritism, he cheated the goy, and therefore God did not let you benefit. הכתוב אומר, לא תעשוק את רעך ולא תגזול, וגזל הגוי אסור. And that's what they come and teach us, that even stealing from the goy is going to be אסור. We continue, הלכה זין, אסור לגנוב או לגזול כלשהו, דין תורה. לתורה, you cannot even steal a כלשהו. בן מישראל, like we said, בן מנוכרי. בן גדול, בן קטן, doesn't matter how old. ואפילו הנוכרי ציער את ישראל. So even if the goy, let's say, cause צער to ישראל, so therefore you want to take revenge. No, וגזל הגוי קשה ביותר. Stealing from the goy is very, very serious for two reasons. חדה, לבדאי לא ימחול. First of all, the goy is not going to forgive you, so therefore you're stuck. ועוד, זה גורם שהסד של העקוב גונב וגוזר שפע קדוש ונשפה לישראל מלמעלה. קבליסטיק ריזן, שדהווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
פועלינו מביאים נשים ערביות כלים מלאים חלב, חמוץ כפוי שקוראים בערבי, למה? זה לא עסק ביוגורט, אבל לשון אחרת יוגורט. כדי למכור, so the ladies, the Arab ladies bring in their vessels this yogurt. ודרכם לטעום את החילה באצבעם, בזה נדע אם הוא טוב. What do they do? They put their finger in it and taste to see if it's, uh, if it's good. ואחר כך קוראים להם they buy it. So therefore the question is, אך יש בני אדם שאין רוצים לקנות כלל. There's some people that don't want to buy. כלומר, אם עצמם שרוצים לקנות כדי לתת, יש לתת free taste. So that's like the guy that goes to the ice cream store, and he's getting a free taste of everything, and he has no intention to buy. I don't like it, no thanks, bro. Meanwhile, the guy, he got a free, uh, free taste. He's stealing them because he had no intention to buy in the first place. Now, if a guy says, let me taste it, and he doesn't like it, okay, that's not a problem, because he had intention to buy. He just wanted to really taste it. But if he says, I'm not buying it, I just want to get a free meal, ואם וגם גזל בידו, ואף על פי שתואם דבר מועט, even though he tasted a little, מכל כלי וכלי, from each כלי, מכל מקום, אין בעל הלבן מוכל אלא למי שרוצה לקנות, באמת. The guy who's selling the lebin only really is מוכל to real buyers, and not, uh, not guys that are, you know, just uh, taking, uh, taking advantage. Okay. Now we got תהלכה. מי שנתחלפו מנעליו בבית הכנסת או במקום אחר. The guy misplaced his shoes, let's say in the bed כנסת or in a different place. אם זה שהחליף עשה זאת במרד, if the guy took the other guy's shoes on purpose, כמו שלקח מנעל חדש, כשאני took new shoes and left an old pair, הרי זה מותר להשתמש בזה המנעל שניח לו, he can use the other guy's shoes. This happens over here, usually with raincoats. Guy comes to the shul and his bird care is missing and they leave an old one. So the law is that if the first guy took it on purpose, I guess you know that somehow, then you can use the raincoat or the shoes that he left uh, instead. The guy made a mistake. Let's say they're the same uh, price. או שלקח הגרוע, או יותר קצת את צ'יפ הפר, וניח חשוב יותר, אז נראה ודאי דה משקגה, אז הפשוט הוא מנה מסטייק, על איזה אסור להשתמש בו, so he really got stuck, because he took your shoes and you can't use his, אלא יהיה מונח אצלו עד שיבוא בעליו, until the owners come and claim it. הלכה יראה, אסור לערב מעט פירות רעים והרבה פירות יפים. You cannot, when you're selling fruit, so you cannot mix bad fruit with good fruit. You just want to, you know, cheat the customer a little, so you put on the bottom some bad fruits, so on, on top you put the good fruits. Kedesh, if you want to sell them as grade A, you can sell them as grade A. If you want to sell them as grade A, you can sell them as grade A. If you want to sell them as grade A, you can Normally there's some pebbles in the, in the wheat or some impurities or some sand that you don't have to worry about because that, that's naturally there. We're talking about over here where the guy's actually putting the stuff in there in order to cheat the customer. You cannot steal the, uh, the da'at of the people. Even if it's not going to cause a loss. You just want the guy to owe you a favor. What's the case? 
לא יפסול בעמלו שיסעוד למה הוא יודע שאין לו סועד. Let's say you, want, you invite the guy over, knowing that he's out of town that week. So you know he's not going to say yes because you know that he's not going to be around. So he says, oh, please, you got to come over Shabbat. And the guy says, oh, thank you for inviting me, but I will be away. But now he owes you because he feels indebted because you invited, even though you knew he was going to say no in the first place. But in the first place, interesting. The main guy said that's only talking about where you insist. But to tell the guy one or two times, come over, that's okay, even though you know he's not going to be around. But we're talking about where you really give it, because I guess that kind of fundal is, everybody knows it's not a sincere invitation so much. But when the guy's giving a sincere invitation where he's actually, you know, uh, pressuring, oh, you got to come over, you got to come over, etc. So then already uh, the dean is that uh, it's going to be uh, forbidden. Okay. Halakha Yud Gima. Keshem Chiyesh Ona'a Vimasa'u Matan Kakyesh Ona'a Bidvarim just like there's usury and overcharging uh, when it comes to business, monetary, there's also what's called ona'at devarim. Ona'at devarim, ona'at devarim, verbal uh, pain caused with words is even more uh, troubling or punishable even than mamon. Why? You could return the money, but you cannot retrieve the insult. Therefore, it's uh, once the word leaves the person's mouth, that's it. And furthermore, the hurtful words hurts the person. The other thing just hurts his pocket. Because certainly if you curse him out and embarrass him. If a person calls his friend a nickname, even if he's used to getting called that nickname, he doesn't even get embarrassed. If he's calling him the nickname with intention to embarrass, even though the guy doesn't get embarrassed, but your intention is to embarrass him, so that's going to be asur because of the law of Let's say you had a, uh, a chicken, and there was a nevela, and you just want to throw it in the public domain, or hatun, or cat, and you just want to dispose of it, or fish, let's say, that got spoiled. You have to, if you see it, you have to do something about it. You have to pay the sanitation guy to pick it up and bring it outside of the city. Uh, that's considered public works. Ariza was very strict in even smelling the uh, stench that comes from the Nevelaki. It has a negative effect on the person's soul. There's people that don't want to use their sewers in the backyard to throw, let's say, the dirty water. So what do they end up doing? They take the buckets of dirty water and throw it into the Shut Rabim. The Shai says that that's not good because the people, the wayfarers that are walking in the Shut Rabim, they have to pass it. And uh, they get disgusted. So anybody that makes the Shut Rabim an unwelcoming place for the people that are walking, so that person is going to be held accountable. Those people that throw the dirty waters 
in front of the house. It says the angels actually uh, curse them because they are causing a... Uh, causing a, a, something that's disgusting to the people. Always the curse of whatever you want to get rid of and dispose of in your house that is, you know, not, uh, you know, refuse and things like that. So you have to be careful not to throw it into the shoe, Tel Aviv. <coughs> now we go to Halakha, the last one, Halakha Tedmav. Amone Beto. Even though, let's say, the building materials you can leave in the Rishut Rabin. He says, that's the Minhag Medina. When it comes to Afar, dirt and stones, that you don't need, but you're not going to use anymore. So for the final time, you're going to end up carting them away. Don't leave them for a long time. In the public, if I don't tell me, should we try to get rid of the the uh, stuff you're not going to use immediately? Yeah, so nobody has any claims. Who sees what I'm doing? Nobody knows. I did it at night. You have to be your own judge. You have to know God sees everything. for all these things, even though. Nobody sees it, but the Alam still sees things. So one time there was a guy who was taking the bricks from his house and he was throwing them into the Shut Rabim. Why do you take the stones from a domain that does not belong to you to a domain that does belong to you? What are you talking about? I'm throwing it from my Shut to the Rabim. One day he had to sell his, his house. And now what happened? He was homeless. Where was he living? In the public domain. And now he became uh, 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 affected by those obstacles that he threw. So therefore, you never know that one day the Rishut Tarabim system belongs to everybody. He might get uh, affected by the uh, impediments that he put in the Rishut Tarabim himself. And he tripped over those stones. And he said at that point, Ahmad, Ahmad Hasid. The Hasid was right. Okay. Shabbat Shalom. Then I'll do it and make it